Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I'm Francine, and this is episode seven. I can't believe we're on seven already. I have with me today my friend Carrie. Hello, Carrie. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Carrie is a Disney friend of mine. You, you've seen her on most of my adventures, and uh, yeah, she's always making appearances, and I'm happy to have her back on the podcast again. You can find Carrie online um, on Instagram. She is at Muppet Crazy because she is Muppet Crazy. She loves Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. And I'm really thankful, Carrie, for you to come back on the podcast again. Today, we thought we would talk about our favorite things from our epic adventure that we had in August. Um, Carrie and I went to Disneyland to the expo. Well, Carrie did more of the expo than I did. Um, And then we traveled to Walt Disney World. So we did a coast to coast adventure. And today we thought we'd just go over what the top three highlights were for each of us. We could probably spend four hours talking about that adventure, Carrie. So we figure we'll start with the top three and then. We'll figure out if we need to do another podcast. Sound good? That's good. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. Okay, so you have your three things in mind. Yes, I'm I going do. To, I'm going to ask you to go first and start with your number three. What was your third thing on our epic adventure? So my number three on my list is something at Walt Disney World. Um, we stayed at the Grand Destino at Coronado Springs. And um, that is my number three. That's probably my most... Uh, exciting thing we did at Walt Disney World because um, I'd never stayed there before and I know when we were we kind of planned this last minute like we didn't have this plan months and months and months in advance and I remember when we were looking for hotels I was like oh look pops available all night oh I mean all week oops and you were like oh and so is the Grand Destino and I was like oh okay well that costs a little bit more than pop but it didn't take you long to convince me that we should probably stay at the Grand Destino. And it was awesome. So the minute uh, we got excited before we left because it had just opened and we were checking it all out online and seeing pictures and hearing stuff about it. And then when we got there, it was like, wow, like it was, it's just awesome. It takes Coronado um, up to that next level. And I think it's, it might bump uh, the Port Orleans resorts off my top of the moderate list. So yeah, it was it was beautiful. And you weren't really that hard of a sell. And <laughs> I mean you planned I know that so you made the crack about the last minute because I was terrible at trying to decide what I was doing, whether I was going or not. I couldn't figure it out. Um, so we were a little bit last minute with all of the plans for sure. You knew you were going to the expo, but then um you didn't know if I was coming and then we, you talked me into this whole coast to coast thing and it was fantastic. But the Grand Destino, I'm so glad we stayed there. It was beautiful. Yeah. I loved, I loved the feel of it and, and the design of it and every, like the rooms are so new and up to date and have all of the technology and the shower, the shower and the bathroom and everything was just totally awesome. And, and we walked back and forth to the, um, 
the old main building like to get food and to go to the stores and it's such a quick walk and it and it's just beautiful like everything everything about that resort is awesome and that just made it better I think so oh for sure and we did get to try the new the restaurant the Rick's Mm -hmm. um we we actually loved that so much we ate there twice um the food was really good there too (laughs) so yeah that was a that was a good one the Grand Destino I agree with you that was a big highlight for sure (laughs) what was your number three My number three was I got to meet Pixie Dust fans on both coasts. So it was, um, it was a bit crazy for me. So there was one day we were in Disneyland and for some reason we had separated. um, And I was still in the park. I was in the magic shop actually. And somebody came up to me and said, Hey, I I follow you online. And I knew her name as soon as she said it. And I'm not going to share their names because they haven't given me permission. But And as soon as she said her name, because we've interacted online, it was so much fun. And we got to stand there and we chatted for a while and took a picture and posted it. Um, And then when we went to Walt Disney World, we were in Epcot, you know, three o'clock rain. And we ducked into like this little place in Morocco. And I started a live stream on Facebook. And I figured, you know, show what the three o'clock rain looks like. And when the rain stopped, I walked, I was walking around outside and somebody comes up to me again and he says, I was just watching your live stream from the other side of Morocco. He says, I was trying to figure out where you were. And then I was looking around and then I realized you were right across from me. So that was tons of fun. That was very cool. That was cool. Right. And then, you know, we got to stand and chat with him. We got pictures, but then there was another, um, there was a family we met at Disney Springs and I'm kind of mad at myself now that we didn't get a picture with them. Yeah, we should have. I didn't even think of it. No, me neither. We were in, um, we're in the, the world of Disney store and she came up and she said, I wasn't sure if it was you, but I recognize Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The two amigos. The two amigos. It was tons of fun and we got to chit chat with them for a while um they were a lovely family and in fact they had all the same hurricane stuff like to deal with that we did and they rearranged their flights the mother and the daughter I think were on our flight to Toronto um yeah and the dad was at the airport with the son and they were going a different way like they they had to connect in different cities to get home so they had to divide yeah it was and then she was on our flight yeah because we saw them when we were getting when we were bored we didn't see them when we were waiting at the airport but we saw them when we were boarding and we we talked to them again like oh when we were they were on the plane and we were getting on the plane that's That's right and they were so like everyone we met was so lovely and it was so exciting um to meet them and chat you know because sometimes i post things or even on the podcast now the the reception's been great and people have been really wonderful about it but i don't hear much back um you know unless people comment so it's fun when i get to meet people in the park so and we can give out buttons too yeah we did we gave out buttons (laughs) (laughs) so that was we need like a checklist we need to meet we need to talk to people yeah we need to get a picture with them and we need to give them a button that's got that's got to be your meet pixie dust fan fans uh, protocol we need to remember that all three of them we have to remember that for sure but that was a lot of fun that was so that was that was my number three on on my list what was your second thing carrie So my second thing was getting to see the Disneyland Forever fireworks. So those were the fireworks that were for the Diamond Celebration, the 60th anniversary, and they were on for however long, it's 18 months or two years, or I don't know how long, Um, but then they came back. So these are the fireworks that are like about Walt, and they have the, um, 
the Sherman, Richard Sherman made those new songs and, and they're just awesome. And uh, like, I think that those are my most favorite fireworks I've ever laid my eyes on. <laughs> like, I think they are the total, the best ever. So Carrie, um, we could hear the excitement in your voice. <laughs> like, you sound like a kid. They're on just Christmas amazing. Morning. Like they, they surround you. They have like, they're, it's, they have like all down main street they have projections on the on the buildings there's it snows it's got it's everything about it is awesome so i really was looking forward to that and and we saw it from in front of the castle like down main street and we saw it from galaxy's edge um but yeah it's one of those things i could probably watch every single night forever if i if i could so i was that i was very much looking forward to that and um and it was just as awesome as i remembered when i saw it the few times i saw it at the, during the anniversary so oh yeah it i will say i was i was unbelievably impressed with those um they're like they're thing, like right because it's they are. smaller when it's when the fireworks are surrounding you they really are they really do feel like it's surrounding like it's a very immersive experience on and Main i think Street, with everything in the the projections oh. yeah i think it's also like we talked about it being like with the size of disneyland being small and more more intimate like they are like the disneyland fireworks at, at or the Magic Kingdom fireworks are obviously spectacular as well, like fantastic. But like, I think the Disneyland ones, because everything's so small and surrounding and you can really feel it, it yes. makes them, you know, it makes them, I think it makes them a little bit better. And these ones are like, they're awesome. Yeah, they were. And I, <laughs> while we were watching it, I should have taken a video of you because you would look towards the castle and then you would look back at Jamie and I and be like, see, see, <laughs> you, you should, see, you should see me when I'm in, when I'm there in prison to watch the paint the night parade. I practically like I'm down like a crazy lady singing. I, I, I was, you know, enjoying myself singing and you don't really dance to the, to that music. It's just so yeah. nostalgic and wonderful in the fields. You just sort of like, just sit and smile and, and, and enjoy those fireworks because they're just awesome. Yeah, those were those were really good. I agree with you. <laughs> What's your number two? Mine would be seeing the Main Street Electrical Parade. That was so I guess it was the same night that we, we watched yep. the fireworks from Main Street. Uh, we went back and got to sit up at the train station and we had a great spot and we watched the whole um elect well, it was the second parade that night. Um, and wow, it, you know, it's, it was incredible the very first time I saw it all those years ago and it's still incredible. It's all of those lights and, you know, seeing the little bugs drive up and down. I mean, when I was a kid, I really wanted to drive one of those little bugs. <laughs> um, but just seeing that parade and seeing Elliot and, you know, Pete's dragon, like it, it's just huge. It's overwhelming. It's, it's spectacular. It really is like, it's you can't really describe to people how big it is unless you've been there standing on the street seeing it. Mm -hmm. um, and then hearing the music and it, it's just, I love that parade. They need to bring it back to Walt Disney World. They just <laughs> do. They just do. It's like nostalgia overload for for you. And, and that was awesome. And I like how you, you were telling me some of the stories about when you were a kid and, and how, how much you loved it. And like, you've loved it since you were a little, little girl. So it was really oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, watching it with you because I don't know that I've ever wa I've ever watched it with you but you were like you were just beaming and dancing and like that song plays a hundred times and you're like <laughs> it can play a thousand times I don't care oh you, like, I was. loved it so much and I love it too like but I don't have the same nostalgia factor I love the song I love the dance I'll listen to it over and over again but yeah hearing your stories and and uh 
and understanding it from your perspective makes it an even better oh. experience. When Prince Charming comes, like you saw me, I was like waving like a, like a crazy person. Um, <laughs> but because when I was 10, my sister and brother-in-laws took me to Walt Disney World. And back then, like nobody knew anything about sunscreen or hats or whatever, right? Like you, you know, you just didn't think about those things. So I got burnt really badly and I had horrible sunstroke so bad that um, I didn't have the energy to walk around. I had the chills. So they still took me to the park, but I was in a wheelchair. <laughs> so we were in a wheelchair. I was in my wheelchair on Main Street and I'll never forget, like I even could envision which side of the street I was on. Um, and that float came down with Prince Charming and the glass slipper. And he leaned over off the float and like offered me the slipper and let me, t like I could have fainted. I was so like, this was it. Prince Charming was asking me to be his princess and not Cinderella. Um, it was, I was so excited. I was over the moon. And I just, I remember saying to my sister and brother-in-law, I'm like, oh my gosh, did you see that? I was so excited. So even this time, like in Disneyland, when that- Fast forward to now, yoo-hoo, charming! I'm like waving like a crazy person. Um, but you know, it just, it brings back so much happiness for me. And, and I just, oh, it's such a wonderful parade. I just wish they'd bring it back to Walt Disney World and had that sort of nighttime um, entertainment in the magic kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Carrie, if you had to think about what your number one thing <laughs> was from our trip, hmm. I wonder what it would be. <laughs> what is my number one? Okay. My number one is going to the D23 Expo because really that's where this trip all started. So as soon as the expo is done, then I can't wait to go to the next expo. So um, I just really like to go. And I know a lot of people don't love the expo or they hear horror stories about the lines, um, mm -hmm. but I just kind of like it for what it is. It's a humongous, like, I don't know, trade show, we would say. I wouldn't say Comic-Con, or maybe it is sort of. A, a, it's a humongous Disney trade show, and it's full of awesome awesomeness. And we do wait in lines, and we do get up early. Um, and sometimes the lines are crazy, and uh, lots of times we complain, but I just love it for what it is. And I make the most of it, and I just think, well, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to have a great time. And this time I had a great time again. They did some online advanced reservations so we uh, got in this virtual queue to be able to pre-select sessions this time and our virtual queue we waited 45 minutes in the virtual queue and then when we got in our um spot got our spot online jamie and i were like spend another 45 minutes trying to pick sessions because everything that was big um or popular was was gone so we click 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 clicked and got whatever we could get <laughs> and we thought <laughs> might not be the greatest sign for what's to come but it worked out well um i the we got to go on things because of our reservations which was awesome because we might not have went into them otherwise um and i and and i think maybe the first day was a little crazy or the first session of the first day there might have been some overall complaints but from my perspective i think it worked and i think it's only then they've tried it once and maybe next time it will be it will be better but um yeah i just i just like going so i'm glad you got to go because I, I try to convince people to go i know it's not everybody's cup of tea but but i think for the disney for a disney fan um there's a little bit of something for for everybody so i just wanted you to see it and, and then it also got you to disneyland too because yeah. when <laughs> you plan you go to the expo for a couple of days and then you spend a week at disneyland and enjoy enjoy disneyland so 
Yeah, that worked out really well. And I will say, I, I mean, I think I would go back again. I don't know that the overall expo, like the getting up at four o'clock in the morning uh, is my cup of tea. But I did like the shopping, the wandering, seeing the different booths and being able to get into some of those um, those different sessions. So for people listening, like what would be an example of a session where you would be up and in like in that floor four o'clock in the morning waiting to get in? Like what would well, be an example of that? There is um, there are three big things. Usually they have the um, the live action and animation session and then they have a park session and then they have the Disney Legends session. So people will wait in overnight queues um, to get into those sessions. So the, the, the legends and the, the live action and the animation ones will have celebrities. So pretty much everything that they're working on or have in production or even a, a you know, a twinkle in their eye that's that they've got a director for or a writer or, or actors, they'll tell us about them and then they'll bring out the celebrity. So this year we got to see uh, The Rock or Dwayne Johnson, I guess maybe people don't call him The Rock all the time um, <laughs> from his wrestling days, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. And they showed us like, uh, what's it called? of the Jungle Book because I was kind of smack talking Jungle Book I'm like why do they got to be doing the Jungle Book and then they showed us some really cute clips and I was like sold I'm gonna love the Jungle Book um so <laughs> it's stuff for like that, that. and yeah. then they have merchandise so people also wait overnight sleep overnight in a concrete floor floor basement um to buy merchandise so the Walt Disney Imagineering um Mickey's a Glendale store and the Disney store uh and they also had a Disney soda fountain I don't know I'm trying to think of what it's called the Ghirardelli soda fountain whatever mm -hmm. it is in California they had a store um and then they have the D23 Expo store so people uh, wait in line overnight lines for that. yeah because there's limited edition merchandise and really for some of that stuff especially the pins if you don't um buy them there you have to buy them from somebody else like they'll all be they'll all be sold all by be the sold. time the day's over or the weekend maybe they bring out different stuff every day but it'll be all sold out so people wait in line for those things and last year last time I said oh I'm gonna do it a little bit different and I really didn't do it much different and then when I was done this one I'm like maybe I'll try to do it a little bit differently like I really like a lot of those smaller sessions that they have there's that's where they'll bring out special guests or they'll give you a really cool gift and and they always have something kind of up their sleeve um I think for a lot of them so when you focus on those big sessions and wait all night you know once you're done you're tired or you want to check something mm -hmm. else out and you and you miss some of the smaller things so so I'll try again next time to maybe change my strategy a little <laughs> bit. But but uh, we went to uh, one of the pre-selected things I had was they had an Aladdin anniversary session and it was awesome. Like they were dancing and singing and, and it was amazing. Like I didn't know what to expect. I thought maybe they would like talk about how they made Aladdin and sing a song or whatever. And it was just like the whole hour of like dancing and singing and moving and shaking and they were bringing out all kinds of people like it was awesome and like when I was done that I was like that this is what I'm talking about like I need to make sure I do these things so we'll see yeah. you next time so hopefully I can convince some pals to go with me next time and I'll oh I'm sure I'm sure it won't be hard I think you know I do think I would go back for sure and do some of the sessions some of the smaller sessions like the one we did with John Stamos that mm -hmm. was fun uh, really I, cool. I really enjoyed, you know, listening to him talk to the different animators and Imagineers and it just, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I enjoyed walking around and just looking at the different booths and the different photo opportunities and 
just the energy of being there. It was a lot and of fun. There's a lot of opportunities to get uh, books signed and meet Imagineers and, and meet all kinds of people, like meet some movie stars or TV. Like they often have people from ABC, some of the ABC TV shows. So, you know, if you're into that too, uh, right. you, you can always get autographs and get pictures and, and things like that, which is cool. It's a little bit of, it's a little bit of everything, but it's all Disney. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, so what's we, your number one? Well, mine, I don't think would be a big surprise to anyone. <laughs> so, mm. so the best thing uh, of that entire experience for me was, of course, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, but even more so was the flying the Falcon. Um, <laughs> so that hunk of junk, that hunk of junk. I was like, you and Jamie were so nice to me. We lined up that morning. Uh, we were there at rope drop, which I don't do anymore. I don't do rope drops. I'm not, but we were there rope drop and walked straight into galaxy's edge, uh, and got in line for smugglers run. And I was, I was kind of overwhelmed with even being in there at all. Like just, you know, seeing seeing it in full scale and standing in there was kind of overwhelming for me even when we were just standing in line like I was geeking out in the line too um but then when we got up to the front and they were handing out sort of your assignments so you could be a pilot a gunner or an engineer and you and Jamie let me be the first pilot so thank you for that it was oh my gosh it was awesome like when we got in that capsule and I sat down at the controls like it you I could have totally imagined and it felt like you know okay so don't worry I'm getting in here I'm gonna fly the Falcon I'll fly us out of here maybe Hans in the back making a coffee or something and I'm taking <laughs> over <laughs> you know it's him and I going on an adventure um it was just and then when the thing comes on and it says jump to light speed and I pulled that lever and it went into light speed like not once I had to do it twice on our adventure um like I, I was just I could have fainted I could have cried like I could there were so many emotions that I couldn't even like I can't even describe it I can't even describe it if you're a Star Wars fan this is just it's everything it's just everything mm -hmm. <laughs> and I you know there were some tears there were goosebumps there were all sorts of all sorts of feels and the whole land like just being in galaxy's edge was incredible including going to the cantina yes we did that twice we did that twice um and that was just you know not just for me but the like the the vibe in galaxy's edge is like it's contagious so when we got into that cantina and watched, so I was excited, we were all excited to be there, but to watch men my age standing up at that bar and they were like, they were dance. it wasn't like a dance. It was like they had ants in their pants. Like they couldn't stand <laughs> still and they were just bopping around all over the place. And they just, because they were so excited to be there. Yeah. It, it really was like all of their childhood dreams come true. Yeah. And then when the when the classic song came on, the music from the the canteen from the movie, like these guys, they don't know each other. They're all high fiving each other and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> they the rest of their families just kind of standing there enjoying their drinks. Yeah, and they're just living their best life in the cantina. And we talked to a couple of like we talked to a couple of guys when we were waiting outside to go in one of the times remember they were saying yeah. about how like ever like they've done all the experiences and like their white. I think the one guy was like. Didn't he, didn't he say like they had done all of galaxy's edge and then they they came back the next day or whatever and 
she was like again and he was like yes yes like I'm planning on spending as much time in there as I possibly can and he was saying like how we did everything right like he had done you know the lightsaber and he was doing everything and and it was just like the best so yeah it was like a lot of guys there exactly like him and watching them was just like it was so fun to just watch you know, like, so when you're in the Magic Kingdom and you see the people with their ears on and everything, and it's like, oh my gosh, you see everybody get to be a kid again. I felt like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge just reached a different kind of people. All of these Star Wars fans, this was their chance to be a kid again. Like, yeah. they were all back to their days in 1977 watching the movie. Like, it was just, it was, it was incredible. And yeah, Flying the Falcon was, was just everything and I did it um so I did that the first one with you guys and then uh Jamie and I did single rider a couple times and then um so I can't I think I I did it four times so I did each one of the positions so I did the the pilot the gunner and the engineer and I think for you know people are asking about whether it's good for people with motion sickness it's hard to describe I think the pilot is probably the most intense if you have motion sickness because there's a lot of pressure to fly the falcon like everybody's yeah. mission is depending on that right so yeah i think we, i agree with that yeah we did a pretty good job because some of my other rides like people flying the falcon were like running into stuff and you know i know that like it's it's a ride and there, there shouldn't be any pressure so you're going to run into things or or whatever and people are doing their best and then the gunners and the engineers, their buttons are on the side. So I feel like if you were starting to feel a bit motion sickness, you could just focus on your buttons on the side and not look at the screen in front no, of you. Screen, yeah, for sure. I think you did a great job. I don't know that I did the greatest job I as the second pilot because I think at one point, aren't we, we were supposed to like get up and like attach onto something. And I think I heard Jamie in the back yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I recall somebody yelling at me to, to, to get up and move. Well, it took I needed a little to while to figure out because I think I was up and down and you were side to side or yeah. what? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of, it took us a little while to get, get into the hang of it, but, um, but we did okay, but you really feel it. Like it really does jolt you around. So if you hit something when you're flying, which you're going to, because it's like an impossible flight, unless you, you know, unless you're Han Solo, you're probably not getting out of there without hitting something. Um, so yeah, when it hits, when it hits something, you do feel it jerk around quite a bit. So, um, but I, I mean, I think it would be fine. Like I've told my sister, I think she'd be fine on it. Um, I don't think it's actually as nauseating as Star Tours I've found recently. Like to me, Star Tours now gives me a bit of a spinny head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's better than that. But I did feel, I did feel a little bit of the motion stuff and I'm definitely prone to it. But I was also like kind of nervous because I do get a little, like not nervous that it was going to be scary or whatever, but I actually get nervous that like it's going to make me feel yucky and I might never ride it again. Like I yeah. felt that way with Flight of Passage. I was, I had to grab all and I was trying, like, and this time I was just trying not to think of it. We were in there and you were like loving Star Wars land and we were like having a great time and being in the moment of enjoying it. So I was trying not to think about it, but, but um, yeah, like I always worry like, oh, what if it's really motion sickness? And like, this is my first and my last ride because I, I may know. never go on it again. 
so you know i i did feel it but it wasn't um like i will definitely go on it go on it again for sure right but you wouldn't do it like two times in a row well i think for me especially like when we were at disneyland it was really it was hot and and I, like, I chose not to go on it with the single rider because it was hot and I was kind of feeling it like, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling the greatest because of the heat. So I thought, well, that's kind of a recipe to not feel very good. So I, I just did it to right. you guys the first time and, and decided not to do it. But I definitely would absolutely do it again. And hopefully I would feel feel okay that I would continue to do it. So the flight, pa- flight of Passage, I've went on it like so many times. I've been on it like seven times in one trip and it, and it doesn't phase me at all. And, no. and so, you know, I had hope that that Star Trek, that Star, I just said Star Trek, Star Trek. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. <laughs> the Smuggler's oh, Run. Yeah. Smuggler's Run. Um, that w- it would be, that it would be okay. It was, it was good. So. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, it was really interesting for us to do uh, Galaxy's Edge in California, and then we literally flew Delta uh, from, I noticed I said Delta because we were both so impressed with the Delta flight. Uh, (laughs) It was so great. Um, And then we went to Walt Disney World, we got to experience Galaxy's Edge there, and I think like they were pretty much mirror images that we just saw there were some more umbrellas, some more tables that seemed to be in Walt Disney World, um, but more crowds, obviously, yeah, because it was opening weekend, right? It seems di- like to me, yeah, it seems different when you're walking in, like the like the, the width of things and and just the layout going in. But yeah, it's it looks like it's pretty much exactly the same. I swear, like, I kept thinking, I, I have to really look into it. I kept saying to you guys, like, I really think, like, the colors are different. Or maybe it's just a different sun. Like, I thought, like, certain things were either darker or lighter, like, with all of the the, the um, landscapes. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I haven't, I've kind of forgot to check. I wanted to do a little bit of research and see if that was true or if I was just kind of losing it. But I, I that's what I thought differences were, if there were anything, were that... Yeah, things might be painted a little differently, or right. fires might look. But then I don't, I don't know. Like I but said. it was different. It was different for us too because it was opening. It had just opened in Walt Disney World when we arrived. So when we got there, there were lines everywhere. Like the it was yeah. like lines to get into the stores and all that. Whereas in Disneyland, we didn't have any of that. We we got to pretty much walk into the stores. We could go and wander and see what was going on. Um, well, we got yeah the blue milk, the blue and green milk. We just walked up and bought them and when yeah. we got to Walt Disney World we were like holy smokes like look at that line like if yeah. that was our first experience there like we I guess we probably would have waited in some of those lines because we would have been have been excited yeah. to see it all and we would have but because of the Disney the Disneyland experience we could just kind of stand from behind yeah. and just watch it all and look for differences and, and can you imagine if we had waited in line all that time for those milks the blue and green yeah, we, milk yeah <laughs> we didn't we we didn't really we didn't really like them no I, like they yeah. were okay but I think I think I wouldn't the, the thing that was the funniest well and I think we really couldn't even figure out what flavors they were yeah it was we were <laughs> right. like I don't know what this is and I and just like, mm. yeah yeah, and you didn't. And then, yeah, yeah. You took the sip, and we're like, now. And then I drank the rest of it because I'm like, I'm. How much did it cost? Eight dollars. I'm like, well, $8 or I'll drink your eight dollar green milk, and <laughs> we got the blue milk. But yeah, we. I only took a sip of the blue, I think. But the green one, I couldn't. I couldn't figure out what it tastes like. And then we were watching something on YouTube, and and the and one of the vloggers we were watching said, 
it tastes like Skittles. And we were like, oh, yeah, I guess it did kind of taste like that. That's kind of what it tasted like. Yeah. But we couldn't figure it out when we were actually <laughs> drinking it. Oh, yeah. I just went life. and got a water. I was like, no, I don't think I can drink much more of this. So I just went and got my water. <laughs> but we there weren't any lines like for PhotoPass, all that kind of like for the photographers and stuff. We got some really great pictures in mm -hmm. Disneyland. So I know there has been some talk about was the crowds and is there not enough interest in it or whatever. But I really think, I think Disney did such a great job rolling out both Galaxy's Edge, the, the one in California and Walt Disney World with, you know, soft launches with the annual pass holders, DVC members, like, well, DVC members didn't get one. Um, but the annual pass holders and, and stuff like that. Like, I think they had a lot of media events. So a lot of people had already been in. Um, before the actual opening in Walt Disney World. So I feel like that kind of that kind of helped with the crowds. I think they're just getting smarter at the way they roll these things out. Well, and really, especially for the Disneyland one, the way that they rolled that out and they had the queue and they did the hotel thing. And so, you know, it was it was easy for everybody to get access. Like it benefited the the uh, guests so much like maybe they're like oh snap you know there's <laughs> there's not as many people here there's not the crowds or there's not the buzz but the people that got to take advantage of of that is the most amazing experience right so right you know. and it wasn't like jam-packed and yeah I, it was it was everything I could have dreamed of and I'm I'm just so happy that I got to experience both of them and that I got to fly the falcon um you know and Han wasn't there but maybe next time Maybe um, next time. Maybe next time. You know. Maybe next time he'll he'll be there and he'll be my co-pilot or. Maybe he'll be at the next expo. Oh, aren't Karen, they doing another? Are they doing another Indiana Jones? Yeah, and you know if so, let me put it to you this way: If I found out that Harrison Ford was going to be at the next expo, I'd be on the floor right now, lined up. <laughs> <laughs> he's just oh, he's just beautiful. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there was my number one. I think we've. Uh, we had a really great adventure. It was fun. It was a ton of fun. I would do it again in a heartbeat, Carrie. Awesome. It was a lot of fun. It was. I think we're going to have to figure out like our next, I don't know when we travel again together. Oh, January. Yeah, just the Pixie Dust fan cruise. That's what I'm, we booked for yeah. now. Yeah. I'm trying to behave and not go too far uh, until the Pixie Dust fan cruise. So we'll see how that goes. Like, but the other day, the how the I, it's been driving me bonkers about that Oogie Boogie Bash in California. <laughs> like I drive myself crazy. I'm like I'm gonna stay put, and then I'm like, oh, I really want to go to the Oogie Boogie Bash. I know. And then it's all, it, it's so it's completely sold it for the whole season. So you're like, oh well, I guess I won't be going to the Oogie Boogie Bash. But like I think about every like every couple days, I have the desire to book a trip to Disneyland, and I'm going. I know. And I have an annual pass. I always say have annual pass. We'll travel. travel. <laughs> so uh, you're like, oh, I'm gonna stay put until the fan cruise, um, but it's not like it's 12 months away. It's in three months. Like it's really not that long. <laughs> true, valid point. Right. Well, it's but four we months. Kinda, right. It's January, end of I January. Know, but yeah, to not go, yeah, we usually, I usually don't stay home that long my my boss at, at my magical job jokes and says that i am away every 60 days or whatever number he says yes. and then i i challenged him one time and he's like pull up the calendar and he started <laughs> counting he's like 60 43 yeah. ooh, 22 <laughs> so yeah staying home till january is it's 
it's yeah. not hard to do but but i do i do seem to find adventures all the time it's hard because I, it when you don't have anything planned and you know when you're not there we're always looking for the next one i was in the the cafeteria at work the other day and i ran into someone i hadn't seen in a while and he says to me so when are you going back to disney how or when when were you just there and i was like oh I guess it's been three weeks since I was there. And he's like, the way you sighed, I would have thought it was three years since you were there. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but it feels like three years. <laughs> so, but we will plan another adventure for sure. And maybe we will sneak something in before the the cruise. But if not, January's coming sooner than, yep. than we imagine, right? It'll be here before we know it. Yes. So Carrie, at the end of the podcast, we talk about what brought us some pixie dust this week. What have we got? So this week for me, uh, there was no pixie dust in my week. Oh, um, no, there was not. It was one of those uh, weeks where on Tuesday, it felt like Friday, but it still was only Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> um, so it was one of those weeks, busy, lots of stuff going on at, at work, lots of stuff going on at home. Um, so yeah, I didn't really have any pixie dust happen this week, but tomorrow I've kind of got like some advanced, like I'm, I'm thinking of the pixie dust to come. So tomorrow we have our uh, Disney meet. So we have a Disney meet that's a couple times a year, maybe three or four times a year in our area. We actually have them in different parts of Ontario too, um, where we all get together and we talk Disney and we pin trade and I've made lots and lots of friends. It started off, um, the very first time we met as a larger group, there was about 30 of us and now there's usually over a hundred, a hundred, 120 of us. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And it's, it's going to just make, it's going to wrap up my crazy week and make it, make it awesome. So that's my, uh, those are fun. Yeah. Those are a lot of fun. And, um, I'm looking forward to seeing you there tomorrow as well. Cool. And yeah. And I told you earlier this week when I was messaging you, I said, I had to compensate you for coming on the podcast. And you said, uh, what did you say you wanted? <laughs> I said I wanted some uh, glossettes, some chocolate-covered raisins. That was my payment. And I teased you because because I teased you because the last two podcast guests you had on got 45 minutes, so I said I was going to demand more time because we try to keep it to half an hour. We and do that, try. And that the uh, and that I wanted payment uh, in glossettes. Which yes, I'm going to have those in the go. United States, but they're chocolate-covered raisins. I'm going to have to go to the store on my way out tomorrow to bring you some glossettes. Excellent. I can't wait. <laughs> my dessert. So what is what was your pixie dust this week? So my pixie dust uh, this week was um, in my office. So where I work, we have, uh, we call it share space or it's just, we all sit in tables. We don't have offices or anything like that. And the floor that I sit on, I swear they've got the heat on. It's like 140 degrees all day, every day. It's just, it's too hot. I can't take it. So I finally got frustrated and I went on with my Amazon Prime membership and found this little desk fan. And it's just like this little tiny fan that plugs into the USB port on my, on my desk. And I ordered it at like seven o'clock at night and it was there the next day at like five. So less than 24 hours, I had this fan and I took it to work on Friday and it was fabulous. In fact, it was, it was so good that, you know, like at first people were like, oh my gosh, Fran, you have a fan now. Um, but then, you know, there were a couple people who also suffer from the heat who said to me, which fan did you buy? Where did you get it? But, so I had to send them the link to, to the Amazon. And That's I think awesome. there's going to be a couple more people in the office with the same fan as me. <laughs> that 
fan brought you joy all week long. Oh and, my gosh. And you're, and you're gonna spread that joy and other everyone else is gonna order a fan too. Exactly, because you can't sit and work when you're that hot. <laughs> well, at my work is the total opposite. So my office is freezing. So I I think I messaged you the other day and told you I was freezing and I t- just turned my heater on and you had your fan blazing. So maybe we should yeah. we should switch. <laughs> totally different cities and not really, you know, logistically, you know. Yeah, Bible, but, but you know we could we could we in could theory we could yeah. and yes we do message every day and and it's funny that we could sit on a podcast and talk about all this stuff and still talk about stuff that we haven't covered yet when we talk all the time so i'm gonna have to have you back on again carrie hope that's okay, okay. Gloss- up some glossettes for you <laughs> twist my arm but thanks again carrie this has been fun and for those listening you can find carrie at muppet crazy yippee Thank you so much for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I am so grateful for the time that you shared with me today. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd really appreciate if you could rate and review on whatever platform you're listening on. Reviews are really important in the podcast world. If you want to interact between podcast episodes, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram as Pixie Dust Fan. And you can always find my blogs and show notes on PixieDustFan.com. Till next time, remember that you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.